This podcast is sponsored by the fabulous Tuk Tuk UK, the UK's largest importer of Tuk Tuk. If you want a Tuk Tuk or anything Tuk Tuk related, Tuk Tuk UK is the company to speak to. They love talking Tuk Tuks as much as I do. You're listening to stories of discovery and adventure from Adventures in a Tuk Tuk. Hello and welcome to Adventures in a Tuk-Tuk. On today's show, my guest is Lawrence Story, director and co-founder of Travelteer. They offer life-changing ethical volunteering opportunities in Sri Lanka and Nepal. Next September sees the first Tuk-Tuk Ride for Charity, which is a 400km expedition around Sri Lanka, showcasing the island's rich culture and dramatic scenery. I first asked him how it all began. Yeah, so the name came from obviously travel and volunteer. Yeah, put it a travel tier, um, and that's sort of the ethos behind it. Um, the reason why we set it up, uh, I was doing a lot of charity work with the Rose May Foundation, working with uh, their projects out in Sri Lanka. Yeah, I did that uh, during my youth. Often during the summer, I went out and got involved uh, with the projects. Yeah, so I, I built that relationship with projects out there different NGOs made a lot of friends out there and yeah I just sort of knew there was a need um, for various different programs areas that we could help in and when I was at university there was lots of different opportunities but there wasn't really anything like that mm. so I just thought it was a great way for university students to have a some, do something productive during the summer and, and do it for a charitable cause as well well, what was the fir- what was the first volunteering thing you set up? Um, so our first program was the Marine and Wildlife Conservation, um, and that started in two thousand and fifteen. Right. So we had a small group of volunteers. A lot of them were friends and family and things like that. Yeah. Uh, just to get off the ground, and uh, yeah, it was a success. And we then approached uh, lots of different universities. The year we've over the years, should I say, um, we've, we've become trusted partners of those universities and we, we get um, lots of students uh, come out and take part in, in our programmes each year. The Ride for Charity, how long, how long has that been going? So it's a new event. Um, our first open event uh, is going to be taking place in September, the 5th of September uh, 2021, to be precise. Um, yeah, we're hoping to get a uh, around 30 tuk-tuks uh, out there who are going to be taking part in this uh, guided challenge around Sri Lanka. So the £3,000 basically that it costs, mm-hmm. how, much, how much of that actually does go to charity? Or is that just the cost of running the trip? Yeah, so that's actually uh, the, just the cost running the trip. It's per team. So it works out mm-hmm. to be £1,000 per head, mm-hmm. um, up to three people uh, per team. Um, and uh, that includes all the, the tuk-tuk, your accommodation, uh, food. So basically all your in-country expenses is included within that price. Right. Um, and then the idea is uh, you fundraise on top of that for a charity uh, that's close to you. It depends on the charity you're fundraising for. Sometimes they give guidance of how much they want you to fundraise. There is another option as well. If people want to... Um, fundraise uh, for the challenge cost itself as well they can do so Um, we've just got one rule and that is that they must fundraise the equivalent 
uh, for the charity first. So say if they uh, were fundraising for the Rosie Main Foundation and they wanted to um, fund their challenge costs, they must fundraise £3,000 for the Rosie Main Foundation first, and then that they can put towards the challenge cost itself. But So it's a holiday, plus you raise money for charity. Absolutely. Like it's, it's, I guess it's aimed at people who are wanting to do an adventure holiday as it is. Yes. If they're driving enthusiasts and they want to raise money for a charitable cause while they're doing it. And the two, two together, really. Where, where are the 30 tuk-tuks coming from? Okay, so yeah, so we're working with uh, local charities. Uh, we're working with um, larger charities and so national charities as well. Um, so they're putting it out to all their supporters. Um, so fingers crossed, we're going to be getting various different charities teams um, who will be having their own tuk-tuk and each one of these tuk-tuks can be customized so they can be vinyl and they can are uh, going to be in each of the charities branding um, so it's going to be quite a, a spectacular uh, event to see uh, all these different tuk-tuks and their teams yeah. all their charity colors where are they just local tuk-tuks from local drivers yeah, so uh, we have a scheme. Uh, we have a couple of tuk-tuks ourselves, um, but we have a scheme with uh, the local community that we work in um, where they will uh, be giving um, their tuk-tuks or we'll be renting them off them for a certain period and we'll also be customising uh, them as well. So uh, it, it not only uh, is it a great experience and it's fundraising money for charity the supporters are doing it for, it helps um, to support the local economy by um, utilising their tuk-tuks and renting off them. Uh, so talk us through the itinerary of the, of the expedition, please. So it's a seven-day event uh, in Sri Lanka. When they arrive on the Sunday, uh, it's just a rest day. It's the briefing uh, to talk uh, and meet the wider team and the other teams that are going to be taking part in this challenge. Monday is the test day. So this is where they'll be taking their tuk-tuk driving test um, at the centre up in Colombo, um, gaining their licence. And then the, on the Tuesday is when the challenge properly starts. With this challenge, we've included lots of uh, unique things to see. Travel Tier is also a volunteering organisation. So we have lots of uh, projects, volunteering projects out there. And we've included these in the challenge so supporters can take part and see all these unique things whilst they're out there. For example, on the first day, they get to stop off at our ethical turtle sanctuary. This is where it houses uh, injured turtles that are being rehabilitated and, and going to be released back into the ocean. Um, so that's one of the first stop. Uh, they actually head down the south coast and they uh, stop off at a rainforest and work their way towards uh, Gaul. Um, which is sort of the largest city down on the south coast. Have you been to Sri Lanka? I'm afraid not, but I have every intention of going. Okay, fantastic. Um, day two is working our way along the coast more. We stop at uh, key points at Marissa, uh, famous for seeing blue whales, and further down, a place called Hirakatea, um, that's sort of uh, famed for its surfing. Um, so supporters have an opportunity to uh, take part in a surfing lesson if they've ever done it before. That's sort of the first couple of days working their way down the south coast. When we get to day three and inland, uh, we head up to a place called Uduala National Park. Um, this is where you can see elephants, um, 
water buffalo, um, sometimes even leopards um, in this park. And on that evening, we actually glamp uh, on the national park. Um, we uh, do glamping, so posh camping. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a fantastic experience. I, I've done that many of time. Um, and yeah, it's, it's incredible. Um, and then day day four and five is when we head up into the hill country. Um, this is where uh, a lot of the tea is produced in Sri Lanka. The driving gets a little bit more trickier uh, in terms of the windy roads going uphill. But nonetheless, the views are spectacular. We go to this quite quaint town called of what which is named Ella. Uh, there's ch- challenges within the challenge itself. For example, Ella Rock. It's a three-hour hike uh, up to the top. Uh, that's something that um, participants can take part in. What else is there unique in this trip that that you can't normally do if you just did your own self-guided trip to Sri Lanka? Is there anything else you're putting on to to entice everyone? Yeah, sure. So on the the first day of the challenge, so the morning you stop off at the Turtle Sanctuary, uh, and then in the afternoon we go into a place called Kotwa Rainforest. This is a guided tour. Um, We work with a local NGO out there. Fantastic knowledge about all the different types of um, trees and plants and different wildlife you can see and often see monkeys swinging around through the trees. Um, and it's just a great way to sort of see uh, yeah. firsthand in forest in Sri Lanka. So you could have up to almost 100 people. Part of the whole thing, isn't it, is it's just enjoying everyone's company as well. Absolutely, yeah. So it, I think there's the social element to it as well. It, there, there will be times during uh, some of the, the challenge when teams will be staying at different places to uh, accommodate um, the numbers but all in all uh, we'll try and keep everybody included together um, and yeah it's going to be quite a, a spectacular challenge. With the uncertainty going on at the moment is it quite difficult to, to get people to commit? Um, it's obviously that's in the back of everybody's mind when booking sort of an international challenge. Um, I guess for us what we've done is we've um, applied our travel with confidence policy yeah uh, and this basically lets anybody if they decided they didn't want to travel for whatever reason um, they can change their date for free to a new event date so we're ho- planning to hold one next year um, but in 2022 we're planning to hold three uh, events uh, throughout the year. definitely opportunity there um, and then obviously, if in the worst, worst case scenario, if the um, challenge had to be cancelled, um, everybody would get a full cash refund of the whole trip cost, including your deposit. Fingers crossed that's sort of taking away any um, anxiety when it comes to booking yeah. uh, a trip like this. It sounds pretty good. So, yeah, three for 22. That's, that, that's a big undertaking, isn't it? With Travel Tier, we do a lot of our team are in uh, Sri Lanka a lot of the year. Um, we do work in other countries as well, um, but Sri Lanka is uh, our key um, operation uh, with our charitable work there. Are the Rosie May Foundation and Travel Tier, are they sort of connected? Do you cross over? Uh, we do a little bit, yeah. So, um, especially in Sri Lanka, um, they have a fantastic project uh, called Project Hope. Travel Tier works uh, closely with them on our textile and design program. So the textile and design program um, 
is a program that helps create a, a sustainable income uh, for disadvantaged women, uh, often single parent mothers. What we do is we create different products, so travel accessories, um, beachwear, things like that. And it's actually university students from the UK who, who go out there and help design and teach the women how to make these products. We collaborate with um, the Rosemary Foundation there because they have Project Hope, who obviously works has it, uh, works in social care to, to create this uh, project. It's, it's, you know, it's, a, it's a great idea. If you were solo travellers to Sri Lanka, if they wanted to volunteer mm. on one of your projects, uh, is that possible? If you're just in the country and want to do something good? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we, we have a process, how it works, it, which starts in the UK. Anybody can volunteer out in Sri Lanka with Travel Tier. Um, we have uh, a wide range of demographic, definitely something anybody can take part in. Um, yeah. Whether you have an interest in a specific program that we run out there, um, for example, we run a sports development program. So if you play sports, cricket, obviously is the major sport in Sri Lanka, yeah. followed by volleyball. Um, but even football, we have a w women's football team. So yeah, there's lots of different areas. The marine and wildlife conservation program that we run. Um, this includes working at the turtle sanctuary, working in the rainforest. We do a lot of tree planting. So planting indigenous trees back into the rainforest, tackling uh, plastic waste. So we're doing beach and river cleanups. Yeah, there's, lot there's lots of opportunity there. If you want to get involved um, and volunteer, yeah, definitely check out... Um, organization how long do the volunteering is it for the day or for the week or how, how, how do they work so we, we ask volunteers to come for a minimum of two weeks we feel that's sort of the optimal amount or minimum amount of time uh for for somebody to properly get stuck in uh to one of the programs and we have volunteers all the way up to six months out there in sri lanka so right that's it's really yeah. you and your commitments back at home really do you have to fund yourself for six months? Would you put people up in special places in, or do you do yeah. accommodation and so forth? That's right. So we, we organise the, the accommodation and your foods and your logistics and things like that. We're doing it for a large amount of people. We can sort of keep the price down low. Yeah. Um, and but, but that's the only thing you need your living costs out in Sri Lanka. Uh, we, do, we do ask you to fundraise for the, the programme, uh, but it's, it's minimal. Okay. Okay. What's so special about Sri Lanka? It's such a small island. How many different types of scenery you can see? You've got the beaches on the south coast, um, rainforests in the southwest. It's drier in the north east. You've got the hill country in the middle, uh, which is meant to have the same climate as Derbyshire in the summer, okay. apparently. Right. Um, oh. So yeah, so there's there's loads there's loads of things with the island that I love. Um, but yeah, I've I've been going for so long. Um, I'm quite fortunate in the position with my job that I go to Sri Lanka about five times a year. Yeah. Um, different trips we run out there. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a fantastic island and I would recommend it for anybody. Have you been to the north, up right up to the top? I, I've never been to Jaffna. Uh, the furthest I've been is to the northeast, which is Trincomalee. And up that, that area was all affected during the Civil War. Yeah. Um, I've heard it's quite a very interesting place to go now because I think it's quite, it's fairly safe up there now, isn't it? And not many tourists go up there and you get really quite a good you know the culture you you're not really a tourist you're just sort of immersing yourself in the country there it's off the sort of beaten track as well so to speak um because you know it had been cut off from tourism for the last 30 40 years 
like for example, going to the the northeast, um, Trincomalee, there's a um, island off there uh, called Pigeon Island, probably the best diving and coral reefs in Sri Lanka there because it just hasn't been damaged. Yeah, you can see reef sharks still, turtles, everything. It's all there. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely worth going if you have the time um, to, the, to the north. How, how far off the coast is Pigeon Island? Is that just a ferry ride away? Yeah, it's just a speedboat, 10 minutes on the speedboat and you're there. And you can't stay there. There's no like hotels or anything. It's a small island. But even the beaches on that coast there, they're all white sand. Uh, Nila Valley Beach is a, is a beautiful beach. <laughs> uh, how, how do you usually travel around Sri Lanka? Car, tuk-tuk, train? I, I always use a mixture. Personally, I use a mixture. I always like going, a, if I can go on the train, I think it's a fantastic way to get around. Yeah, It's quite slow, slow going though. Um, try and avoid the buses. They're often cramped and... Okay. Uh, you often can't get a seat you're standing up yeah um but uh yeah with, with our trips we we have a 28 seater bus out there um that's how we do a lot of our um university trips we often we do school trips as well yeah uh, we lots of colleges in nottinghamshire um that we take out there's lots of different ways um but i guess with this challenge itself the main uh, mode of uh, main mode of transport is going to be a tuk -tuk. And so, so it should yeah. be yes Yes. Let's just go back to the, the ride for charity. So the £3,000 is everything included, isn't it? Almost. The only thing you don't, I, from what I gather, is there's, there's some meals, isn't there? But all the transfers are included and uh, the uh, insurance and the prep and the accommodation. Is that correct? That's, that's completely right. Um, yeah. So the only thing that's not included, obviously, international flights um, yeah. out to America, um, and then your travel insurance and a couple of select meals. Um, we, we do provide most of the meals out there for you. Um, it's the meals that we don't provide is when you're in a place um, where it's nice to have a walk out into the, the, the local town and sort of check out, have, you know, eat on the beach to Verna, yeah. uh, you know, that sort of thing. Obviously, when you're in the national park glamping, uh, you've got no choice there. So, no. you know, we provide you with food and you yeah. Yeah, yeah. go hungry um but yeah we try to get a nice balance so everybody's got a bit of their own time uh, to go out and explore but there's also really nice group meals as well uh, for people to take part in will most of the people be coming from the uk yes um we've already got people coming from australia though as well nice one sort of halfway between australia and the uk right uh, so yeah we've got some teams coming from there predominantly it'll be uh, uk teams how do you promote this in australia uh, it's just through word of mouth. Some of the teams have come from people who, so teams from the UK or participants who are from the UK. And they've had a couple of friends who have joined their team, them out there. It's, it's really turning into an international event, really. What do you think the average age will be? It's, it's very, very mixed. The youngest we've got right now is 18 and the oldest is 61. Yeah, yeah so it's a real, real mixed bag. So is there any reason why you don't get involved with the with the flights? Because if you let's just say had 20 people cover from the UK, you may be able to get a good deal. One is to give people flexibility wherever they are in the country. Some will fly from Heathrow, some will fly from Man Manchester. Um, so there's there's that reason there. And the other reason is for affordability. You'll actually, it's sort of a, I guess, a myth um, that booking more people onto the same flight, you'll save money. Yeah. Uh, often uh, airlines charge a premium for group bookings because you're sort of taking up more of their of more of their scheduled flights better to book directly with an airline 
um, because they often give flexibility in terms of changing your flights. Uh, a lot of them, uh, a lot of the airlines that fly to Sri Lanka right now, so Emirates, Sri Lankan Airways, um, Qatar Airways, they all have a, a travel with conf a confidence policy as well that coincides with ours. So if you wanted to change your flight uh, to a new date, you can for free. They have so far, if they've had to cancel that flight uh, due to travel restrictions, you've got a full refund. Is Sri Lanka open at the moment? Right now, uh, it's getting better. Um, they, they were never really hit properly by the pandemic. Uh, they cut it off quite early. Um, they closed their international airport back in March. Right. Um, currently, the airport stays is remaining closed. Um, they have indicated that they're hoping to open it up by November, December time. So we're monitoring the situation very closely. Fingers crossed we'll all be set for 2021. So the last six months, has, has that been difficult? It has, yeah. So we've had to cancel all of our summer uh, plans, um, so all of our bookings. Um, we're, we're very fortunate in the sense that a lot of our volunteers uh, uh, have deferred to go out in 2021. Um, already done a lot of their hard work, their fundraising and things like that. Um, so, yeah, so we, we are lucky in that sense. Um, we also are fortunate as well um, that um, we have our local team out in Sri Lanka um, who have helped maintain and run all the volunteering programs yeah. while we haven't been able to get any volunteers out there. So, yeah, we're still going, uh, still ticking by, um, but we're hoping that, I think the whole world is hoping that <laughs> I know. we get over this uh this mess and uh, sort of hopefully get back to normal. This show is sponsored by Waterside Calligraphy. Beautiful writing brought to life on the page. Have you uh, driven the route for the Ride for Charity? Have you have you done the whole lot? I have, yeah. I've done the route. Yeah, uh, yeah. in a tuk-tuk. In so, a tuk-tuk? Uh, You've done it in a tuk-tuk, have you? I have, yeah, yeah. Okay. So... Yeah, we, we, and we were going to do it a couple more times before the first event as well in 2021. Um, so, yeah, it's, 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 it's fun. It's nice as well because the easier driving is at the start of the challenge. Going along the south coast, it's quite flat. Um, some of the roads are a bit open. Go down some of the back roads in the busier areas. Once you turn inland, um, when you get to the hill country, the roads get the roads get a bit more windy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, but, but the views are incredible. So yeah, it's all, all around a good a good challenge. Four hundred kilometers in total. Okay. Will it will it be in a big convoy? It will. Yeah. So we have our twenty eight seater bus that that will be leading the convoy, uh, and then all the tuk tuks in the middle, and then we have our support vehicles at the back. Oh. So we have. With with the team, we've got a couple of mechanics uh, in case anybody's tuk tuk breaks down. Yeah, uh, we've got support drivers as well. So if anybody's unwell um, or feels like they can't drive um, or you know, is too tired, yeah, um, they can swap in with the support driver. So really, and just trying to keep everybody sort of together. Yeah, uh, I'm sure we have a couple of people um, who will um, sort of leave the convoy but uh yeah we're going to be in contact and keeping the communication going between everybody um throughout the whole trip sounds like you're really looking forward to it i am yeah we can't wait all our, all, all our team as well at travel tier absolutely uh yeah does the whole place Sorry. so nottingham de nottingham travel tier decamps to sri lanka that weekend in september does it 
And that's the way it's looking, yeah. Um, we do need somebody to sit, well, we need a couple of people to stay in the office, but right now, I don't have anybody who wants to, so. Uh. No, no, you're looking for volunteers to stay in Nottingham. It's not going to happen, is it? You're going to have to uh, pull rank, aren't you? That's what you're going to have to do. Well, thank you for this, uh, Lawrence. It's been a pleasure. Thank you okay. very much. Lovely to meet you anyway, and uh, yeah, I will uh, we'll pick it up uh, later down the line. Thank you very much. Okay, see you soon. Sure. Yeah. Bye. Bye. So if you want to get off the beaten track in Sri Lanka with the Ride for Charity, this is a trip like no other. It will hopefully take place next September. So if you'd like more details, go to rideforcharity.co.uk or for the volunteer inside, it's traveltier.co.uk.